ESPN 94.1 FM at 8:930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Tuesday, March 3rd. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true. Great taste. Only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. What do we got coming up this hour? Well, we're going to have a conversation with Iron Bennett. I talked to him yesterday during shoot-around, so I'll let you hear that also. We're going to hear from Jared West and Andrew Taylor heading into the FAU game tomorrow. Plus, of course, your phone calls. And as we have time, we're going to talk about a few things with Marshall and the other sports. Softball is going to be in action playing against Akron. They're going to be home and that'll be tomorrow. Doubleheader starts at 12.30. Also, Marshall Baseball is going to be on the road. They'll be facing off against Virginia Tech on Wednesday. And Marshall Swimming and Diving Team, they earn several all-conference honors. And, of course, you want to check that stuff out. All you have to do is head over to HerdZone.com. Good performance by the Swimming and Diving Team. Fourth, that's pretty good. The way they finished, that's upward you got to be pretty excited about that. But uh, if you're a softball fan, you've got a doubleheader coming up tomorrow. If you are a baseball fan, it's going to be a big game with Virginia Tech. And, of course, you got to be excited to see what the herd looks like at home. They've been on the road several weeks, so I know they're pretty much excited to be back at the dot, be home. Hopefully we get some great weather if you are in the greater Huntington area, not listening to this on the podcast or streaming. This is a beautiful day in the city of Huntington. It's almost a Chamber of Commerce day, just about. So hopefully we can keep this good weather for tomorrow. And, of course, tomorrow we've got Marshall Basketball, the Thundering Herd taking on FAU. I'm looking forward to this one because there's a lot on the line. And, yes, you could say that last week with UAB, but that game really didn't ding the herd too bad. They're still in sixth place right now. And the good news is Marshall can win out. And they can stay in sixth place. Or depending on how the next couple of days shake out, maybe Marshall can go one and one, still stay in sixth place. You want to do it the correct way, and that's just win out. You don't want to fall into that. So we're going to talk to a couple of guys from the squad here in a little bit and get their thoughts on the game tomorrow. And I do want to remind you, coming up tomorrow, if you tune in at 6 o'clock, you'll hear myself, you'll hear Bill Cornwell, and we'll have a preview an extensive 30-minute preview of all the action between Marshall and FAU as we'll have the game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Also over on our sister station, 93.7 The Dog. We're going to hear from Iron Bennett. We're going to hear a little bit from Jared about the UAB loss and moving ahead to FAU. We'll get your phone calls in. We'll talk a little herd Olympic sports as well with you. All of that's coming up on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. College basketball action tomorrow at the Cam Henderson Center. Going to be a must-win for the Thundering Herd. They're all must-win. We've talked about that before. Fabian Kinsey's told me they're all big games, are all must-win, but this is more important because this is going to put you in position to be the sixth seed 
Thundering Herd going to the Conference USA Tournament next week, and hopefully Marshall will have enough horses to make that four-game journey to the championship game and win it. And to do so, you want the best opening day game I think you possibly can get. And being the sixth seed, you're going to get the next best opening day game because the five seed is going to play the 12. The sixth seed is going to play the 11, if I understand the bracket correctly. And so you want to start off on the right foot in Conference USA postseason action. So big game tomorrow. We'll break it down further tomorrow. But yesterday I had a chance to catch up with Iron Bennett. Love talking to Iron. He's always positive, always in a good mood, smiling. He's serious. Don't don't take that for lack of focus. He's completely serious. He wants to go out there and win. But at the same time, that guy has just a great personality. It's so infectious. You always smile when you're around Iron Bennett. So I had a chance to catch up with him. And he remembered when I talked to him last week, we talked about that UAB game, and he said he wanted to get that game. It meant something to him. He wanted to go and win that game. Didn't like how the last game went. Well, this game didn't go his way as well, but I think the score was a lot better. The Herd's performance was a lot better. And that's where we start with Iron, talking about the fact that just the UAB game, it just didn't go the way that Iron wanted. It was pretty tough. I mean, I think we I think we went down there and played well and everything. It was just it, it just didn't end the way we wanted it, but I mean the other team, I mean, they, they played well. I think like that was the most points they scored in a single game all year. So they were hearing a lot of big shots. And, I mean, we played well, too. We had a lot of big shots, but I guess they, were, they just hit more than us. So, I mean, it is what it is. On a personal note, you played a lot better in that game. You probably had one of your best performances. Yes, sir. I play um, – I think I, play, I think I played really well that game, just like defensively and offensively. Um, I got my got my hand on the ball a couple of times, got a couple of deflections. That led to like steals, and we scored off them and stuff a couple of times. So I, th- I think I played well that game. I just wish we could have won. That's it. You wake up, you see the standings. You're still where you want to be, sixth place. And if you went out, you're going to be locked in that spot. And this week you've got FAU coming in here and. Finally, you've got a return game where they actually have to come to you instead of playing either twice at their place or playing twice here. So it kind of feels like an actual return game. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, for sure. Like this game, this game is a big game, too, because we went down there and we we, we didn't play that well when we were down there. Um, I think Andrew had a big game that game, though. He had like 26 or something like that. He played very well that game. But as a team, we didn't we really didn't play well that game. So this game is a revenge game. Like we, we need to get this win for sure Wednesday. And I, I think we will. I, I think I'm, I'm not not worried anything. So I think everybody's going to come out and play hard. Everybody's going to do what they're supposed to do, and we're going to get the dub. You got the added bonus of being at home. The fans are going to be here. It's going to be the final regular season game here at the Cam. So it should be an exciting venue for basketball. You guys really will have that to your advantage. Oh, yes, for sure. Like like you said, it's going to be the last home game. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be a bunch of fans here. And they always be a big game. And I'm I'm excited. Like I'm really ready for it. I always like show support. And they always get into the games and everything. So it's going to be a big game, and I'm I'm excited. Like I'm really ready for it. Yeah, that's a good point. 
Last regular season home game at the Cam Henderson Center. So I'm expecting a big crowd. It's a Wednesday night, so maybe it's going to be a solid 5,000-plus crowd. Maybe you can get close to 6,000. Now, it's not really going to be a true senior day as far as the basketball team's concerned, but keep in mind there will be other people who work behind the scenes, cheerleaders, band members. A lot of people will be celebrating senior day. So if you can get to the Henderson Center, all the better. Because after this, there's no really promise you're going to see him again outside of the Conference USA tournament and the game, of course, at UTSA. I don't know how many of you are traveling to the tournament or if you're able to maybe take a few days off, go to the UTSA game and then head on over to Frisco or if some of you are just taking the opportunity to go to Frisco or if a lot of you are just going to be able to watch the game like me, like a lot of people, just watch the game, listen to it, and of course, lock it right here. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is it. This is it for a lot of people. You're not going to get to see Iron again for a while. You're not going to get to see Jansen. You're not going to get to see Jared or Tavion. You're not going to get to see these guys up close unless you're going to practice. But you know what I mean. You know where I'm going with this. This is it. Unless they get into a secondary or tertiary. I don't know what the best way to describe those. The CBI, CIT. Yeah, it just depends. If that's in the cards for Marshall, I don't want to see that become a regular occurrence. I don't want to be back-to-back CBI champions or back-to-back CIT champions. I mean, it's cool. It was fun. But do you want to see Marshall become a perennial CIT team or a perennial CBI team? And will being in the CIT, CBI, will it springboard you to getting into the NIT or the NCAA? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you get some tournament experience, but what kind of tournament experience are you getting if you're at home? I mean, there's some pros and cons to this. You're not really getting neutral location. I mean, you're playing basically you're playing an extended regular season schedule. The only difference is if you lose, you don't play anymore. With all this said, If it does happen, we'll be there. We'll root the herd on just as much as you will, and we'll be right there as well. But I don't want to see this team become a perennial participant in those tournaments. I want to see Marshall minimum, and I mean minimum, NIT, completely and fully behind Marshall minimum getting into the NIT. And how do you do that? Well, you got to have a really, really good record, and you have to maybe win your conference in the regular season. But then the NIT will be a sort of a disappointment. If you win the regular season, don't win the conference championship, don't get in the NCAA tournament. I mean, North Texas right now, they're guaranteed the NIT. They have locked up a postseason berth. They just need to know if they're going to the NCAA tournament by winning the Conference USA tournament or if they're going to the NIT as a consolation prize. And really, the NIT is not that bad of a consolation prize. To be honest with you, the NIT is perfectly fine. It's not the NCAA tournament, but it's the next best thing. It's not bad. It's fun. You're playing some legitimate opponents, some teams that maybe should have got in the tournament, and some teams that maybe they're right where they need to be. Whatever the case may be, Marshall, of course, shooting for that NCAA tournament bid, and it begins coming up tomorrow. FIU, I'm sorry, FAU, I get my Florida schools mixed up. It's coming up tomorrow against FAU, and of course we'll have that game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And speaking of getting ready for that game, yesterday we teased you with Jared West, and of course 
I told you I talked to Jared yesterday, and the first thing we talked about with Jared was just coming back from that UAB loss. If you missed it yesterday or you haven't downloaded the podcast yet, let me help you out. Here's what Jared said about the UAB loss heading into this week. Yeah, um, UAB is a tough game, obviously. A lot different than the first time we played them. You know, the first time we couldn't buy a bucket, and now this time we scored 80 points but gave up 88. So uh, two different dynamics to the game, really. But um, I thought our flow was good. I thought our offense was good. Um, we made some shots. I feel like for the most part we just didn't get enough stops and rebounds really to uh, win the game down the stretch. But, um, you know, these next two games are also very important. Uh, again, we haven't beat – we lost FAU. We lost to UTSA. We get FAU here in front of our home crowd on Wednesday, so that's going to be really big for us. And, um, you know, we can still put ourselves in a position to get the sixth seed if we just win these next two games. So um, we really need to be focused on looking forward. So that's Jared from yesterday. And, of course, you talk about that sixth seed and you hang on to that spot. The way the conference is shaken down here the last few days and what is coming ahead, you hang on to that spot, you're going to be the sixth seed. And here's what Jared talked about that when we talked to him yesterday about just being in the sixth seed. A lot has happened in the last couple of days, you know, with the standings and where pod play started to now. So it really just goes to show how much, how important every game is. But um, you're right, at the same time, you know, we're back in the sixth spot and we have an opportunity to, to really keep that if we win the next two games. So um, that should be our main focus. Obviously, we need to learn from UAB, but we don't want to dwell on that or think about it too much because um, FAU is the most important game we got right now because it's the next game. And um, them and UTSA are two good teams that. We really uh, have – I feel like we have a chance to beat both teams, so we just got to um, stay focused and get these two wins. Now, as I promise you, I've got the rest of my conversation and the conversation Jared had with the media from yesterday. One big important thing for Jared and for this team is playing defense. That's something that this team has really prided itself on. And Jared talked about what the guards are going to have to do to improve the rebounding numbers. I mean, we're talking really – defense being key but rebounding being a big factor of this game coming up that's something that they've been a little weak on here's Jared talking about thundering hurt and just the need to to rebound and I'll tell you this he understands that the guards are going to have to go out there and play but you know I'll tell you what before we get into that let me let me go to another cut before that Here's here's Jared just breaking down what it's going to take. Let's just start here. Here's Jared breaking down what it's going to take to beat FAU in that second meeting. Um, early on against them, I think our transition defense wasn't as good as it needed to be. I think they got some easy buckets, a couple easy shots in transition. Um, they play hard, too. They play hard. They go to the offensive glass pretty good. I know they gave some problems on the glass there. But um, I feel like we just need to get off to a better start, really. I, th- I feel like we got off to a slow start. Well, like we were kind of flat or tired for whatever reason, maybe a little bit behind. And um, like you said, it was four to seven. We were lo- we were losing the whole game, so it's we just couldn't really get over that hump. I feel like if we get off to a better start, this game we'll have a better chance. So that's Jared breaking that game down, and then he follows that up talking about just what the guards are going to have to do to improve the rebounding numbers on defense. Um, I feel like uh, the most important thing is we have to make a cognizant effort of knowing where our man is at all times. Um, us guards have to do a better job of containing dribble penetration so that our bigs don't have to help and get them out of position. But um, regardless, when the shot goes up, all five of us have to know where our man is and box out our guy, really. I mean, I feel like we just ball watch a lot. And, you know, when you're watching the ball, you don't know where your man is. They just fly in and get the rebound. Or we get pushed under, we get in bad position and stuff like that. So I feel like if we just know where our man is and we make the effort to really box out, I feel like that will limit our uh, 
our rebounding problems tremendously. So look for that tomorrow. See how the guards improve, if that's where they're really going to be focused. So keep an eye on that tomorrow. And just finally, one more thing with Jared. They're keeping in mind that if they play their best game, if they play up to their potential and what they're capable of, that this is a team that can play with anybody in the league. There's not really an overwhelming powerhouse in this league. Marshall has shown they can play with some of the top teams in Conference USA. And here's Jared on just being able to play with every team in the league. Yeah, I mean, uh, we just watched. I watched North Texas and uh, Western Kentucky play yesterday, and I mean, we missed like four. I missed like four game-winning shots here against North Texas, and um, you know we played Western twice. We were obviously up by 20 here and lost. Went there and lost a tough game. Um, I think La Tech is third, and we beat them. So I mean, really, I feel like we can beat anybody. You know, we just gotta um, we gotta be focused on that day, really. And I think um, the most important thing is we gotta keep playing. You know, we can't get discouraged by a loss. We just gotta stay focused, stay positive, and keep playing. And um, kind of like you said, try to get some momentum and confidence going into conference play. So that's the goal, and that's Jared West talking to the media earlier this week about the game coming up with FAU. When we come back from break, we're going to hear from Andrew Taylor, get his thoughts on the upcoming game, and, of course, look back at the last time these two teams met. Of course, I'm talking about Marshall and FAU. When we continue on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Paul Swan, your host on the Tuesday edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We were talking about Andrew Taylor earlier and a chance to catch up with him. Of course, this is going to be a big week for him as well. If you remember the last time he played against FAU, he had a pretty good outing. So hoping that that happens for him again, and he was asked that question yesterday, if the fact that you perform well, you perform really well against FAU. But before we get to that, I want to hear his thoughts on just the fact that he's home, then they go out on the road, and then they get to stay on the road and play in Frisco. So really, the final travel is finally here. You don't go home until... You're done. And that's got to be really exciting for him to get into this point. So let's hear his thoughts on just finally getting to that point where the tournament is about to start. Yeah, it feels good. You know, we don't we don't have to take any more breaks. It's just, you know, we can get this train going. We can, uh, as soon as we start off to Texas after this last home game, like, we're there, you know. So we got to go down there with a focused mindset and just go ahead and lock in and be ready to go. So that's where they're at right now, just getting focused, getting these last two games, getting over the Frisco, and hopefully having some momentum to get into the NCAA tournament. That's the goal for the next week. But we do remember last time you played against FAU, you had a pretty good team. And he was asked about that, just how well he played and performed against FAU last time. I was just playing. I didn't hesitate that game. And I hope that they give me the same looks they did last time. If not, then I know that Jared and Tay or whoever else, they're going to they're gonna get their looks. You know, they they got a lot of open spots in their defense, so we just got to capitalize on that. And as we look at, look at the film these next couple of days, we'll figure out more ways to beat it. So that's a good point on his part that, look, if they're not giving me the looks, we'll get Tavion open. We'll get Jared open. Hopefully Jansen can get into the act as well. And so that's important, knowing that if they're on him, somebody's got to be open somewhere. Well... Now, let's, let's talk about 
this FAU game directly. One big question that was asked of Andrew was just how much emphasis are the FAU guards getting this week? Because these guys, they like to crash the boards. And defense, of course, is something that the herd likes to play. Rebounding can be a little better, but... This is going to be an important matchup. So the guards are going to have to get a lot of attention, and that was the question this week to Andrew. Yeah, rebounding is definitely a big key. I think if, uh, with our size, we should we should be up there in rebounds against any team in our conference. You know, there's no excuses for us to lose a rebounding war almost. But speaking on FAU's guards, you know, they're, they're really good. They can, they can make shots. Forrest is really tough. He's a great defender. But uh, we'll definitely like to contain them better than we did last time. Just... And I think we're, even though it was just a little bit ago, we're a lot better defensive team. I know that in some ranking or something, coaches talk about that we've moved up and progressed in that. So I think we're a lot better defensively than we were last time we played them. So I like to see, like, you know, obviously we're talking about offensively, what we can do better, but defensively I think we can be better as well. Now, Andrew was asked specifically, just how important is it for these guards and for you to get into that rebounding act? Yeah, that's that's what I've been trying to work on a lot too. It's just not ball watching almost. Like I guess since we have all these bigs, it's hard to it's hard to not take advantage of that. Um, when you're a small guard looking in there, you're like, eh, you know, go get it. You expect the iron or somebody to grab it, but I gotta I gotta take responsibility on my part and go grab it. You know, I gotta be first in. I gotta say, you know. The, uh, those guys can't be there every time, especially with the game, the way the game's played today with these long threes and stuff. The ball is bouncing like all the way back to us all the time. So we got to be ready and stay on our toes. So don't just watch it, go after it. Seems like to be the theory here. Also, talking to Andrew, one big thing that you look at the Marshall schedule, top to bottom, Marshall's been in a lot of contests. And if Marshall could have got a few bounces here or there, made a few more shots here or there, this record would be different. Maybe Marshall's playing in Group 1, playing for one of the top spots and a first-round bye in the Conference USA tournament. Instead, they're playing for the sixth seed. Want to hang on to that sixth seed, though, and to do so, you're going to have to win these tight games. And that was a question asked of Andrew. What's it going to take to get over the hump in these close games? I think it's just going to be take care of the ball and not giving on us – it's going to be hitting shots and not giving other other teams extra extra chance points. You know, like last game, I think we we let them kill us on the glass and that just let them continue to get extra points. And you go back and look at the stats, well, those points are adding up if you're not getting these rebounds, you know, offensively. But uh, obviously just making shots for myself. You know, Jansen started hit as of late, so that really that's really boosted us. Mike as well, that's really boosted our shooting percentages. So... I think as long as we can space the floor and just knock down shots and, you know, rebound, I think we're going to be really dangerous. That's Andrew Taylor from yesterday during the shoot-around. We'll have, of course, complete coverage of Marshall and FAU coming up tomorrow right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, Conference USA, big game a few days ago. Guess who got some recognition for it? I'm talking, of course, about Western Kentucky, North Texas. And... Tavion Hollingsworth had a, a, a big week. He was named the Oscar Robinson National Player of the Week by the U.S. Basketball Writers Association. He is the second Conference USA player to earn the award this season. Javon Jackson did it back on December 20th, 22nd, back on December 22nd last year. Now, Hollingsworth is the first Conference USA Western Kentucky Hilltopper to ever earn that award. As the Conference USA Co-Player of the Week, he was nominated for the weekly award, which was chosen by 
course, a representative of the United States Basketball Writers Association Board of Directors from a list of Division I conference players this week. That's how it rolls. He is, of course, one of the big factors for Western Kentucky's success, I think. Uh, he's six foot two. He's a big kid out there. He averages 32.5 a contest. Averages four rebounds a contest, three assists a contest in the um, two games last week. So that's pretty good numbers. So he gets that honor. I'd like to see maybe a couple of Marshall players start flirting with those honors. I'd like to see, definitely would like to say, see Tavion Kinsey. I think Tavion Kinsey's got that potential. But you know what? I want to see Iron Bennett. I just want to see him go off and get 30. Go off in you know, 30, 35. I just want to see him go inside tomorrow and just not get fouled and just dominate. Just go in, get the ball to him, and he just puts it in, and nobody can stop him. Only way you can stop him is to foul him and keep him on the court the entire time. That's what I want to see tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to get that, but that's what I want to see from this Herd basketball team. All right, we're going to wrap it up when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I think I'm looking ahead to tomorrow. i got to focus today. i got to have a good practice. I've got to have a good film session tonight. And I've got to have a good night's rest so I can come out tomorrow, win that pregame win that post game. That's got to be my attitude. Hopefully, that's the herd's attitude coming up tomorrow as well. They got to have a good good film session. They got to have a good night's sleep. We got a big one tomorrow. Marshall FAU final regular home season game coming up tomorrow. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 9:30. As I mentioned, a couple of things coming up for the Thundering Herd outside of basketball. The basketball team, not the only team playing on Wednesday. Marshall's basketball team They've got the nighttime, but the baseball team, well, they've got the daytime. Well, more like the afternoon, really. So the Thundering Herd baseball team, they're 1-8-1. They're traveling to Blacksburg, Virginia. They have got a Wednesday matchup against Virginia Tech. It's going to be set for 4 p.m. game's going to be streamed on the ACC Network Extra. That is through Watch ESPN and the ESPN app. This will be the 38th all-time meeting between Marshall and Virginia Tech. And this is going to be the first of two matchups between the squads in 2020. Virginia Tech, they lead the all-time series 28-9, and they've won four straight in the series. Ouch. Hopefully the herd can get that turned around. Marshall's last win was a 3-1 victory on April 5, 2017 in Charleston. I remember that, actually. The last Marshall win in Blacksburg was April 23, 2005. Marshall won that one. 12 to 4. How about that? It's been a while. It really has been. So hopefully baseball can get that victory tomorrow. That will be great to start off the afternoon. But, of course, if you're looking for something to do, you, you've got some lunchtime plans, don't you, right? That's Herd Softball. First pitch of the doubleheader for Herd Softball at the dot. That's going to be at 12.30 p.m. They had to reschedule this thing because just weather was just not permitting. So first pitch set for 12.30 tomorrow. It's a doubleheader. Marshall looking pretty good right now. I mean, softball has been strong these last couple of years. 
And Akron, Marshall, this should be a fun one. Akron does lead the all-time series 18-15. The last time these two teams met, February 18, 2012. It's been a while, really. Marshall won that one 3-1. Got to play Akron more, I would think. I think it'd be a natural, especially with softball. Travel to Akron, that's I mean, that, that's a that's an easy trip compared to some of these trips in Conference USA. I would think that's a really easy trip. So that's what's coming up. Heard 13-5, Akron's 6-13. and And if you look at what Marshall was able to do, they were just able to just drop runs all over the place. They, at that Pirate Classic, 420 is what they slugged. I'm sorry, okay. They bat 420. They slugged 797. Let me correct that. 420, slugged 797, scored 53 runs, collected 60 hits, 15 home runs, 7 doubles, 1 triple, 20 walks, and an on-base percentage of 488. And six different players hit a home run for Marshall. You look at this team, Maya Stevenson, Conference USA Player of the Week. She bat 571, four home runs. She hit four home runs, scored six runs, drove in 11. How about that? That's pretty good. What are we doing tomorrow? Just to recap, we've got pregame action beginning at 6 o'clock. We've got the game itself tipping off a little bit after 7. We have got the postgame coming up after the game broadcast. And we get your phone calls all tomorrow. And then on Friday, we talk about it some more and get you set for the weekend as the Thundering Herd will be really, I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to be in a good place if they get that game tomorrow. I don't want to be Marshall going on the road to Texas with a two-game losing streak. So they got to get this one tomorrow. All right, we're done for today. We're going to do it again tomorrow. I appreciate everyone sticking around with us. Back tomorrow here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.